Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Your city, your podcast. Hello and welcome to Back to the Ballpark with the Washington Wild Things, presented by Back to the Birds. Today on the sixth and final installment of the series, we have a Blackhawk PA native, who went on to play collegially at Slippery Rock University. Please welcome Joe Campagna. I said your name wrong, didn't I? You did, but it's all right. Campagna and we talked works. about it. We Campagna. Talked. <laughs> we did talk about it. Hey, either way works. I mean, I've gotten a lot of different things, so it's all cool. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I've had Joe on uh, Back to the Berg before to talk about like his career and his life. So if you want to check that out, go ahead. It's it's in the on the YouTube channel. Feel free to check that out. But Joe, we're going to do a little, a little bit of a shorter, shorter interview of that. And it's going to be mainly baseball and wild things related. So to start out, I need to know what was your first memory of baseball, whether it was playing or just watching it? My first memory of baseball, believe it or not, you know how like uh, people will tell you that they have memories of when they were really little. I mean, like talking like, like one or two and you're like, it, it, it's like a crazy memory, but there's one memory. I have one. I was in the, the living room with one of those big orange bats. You ever see those big giant ones? Yeah, yeah. Everybody had one, like the wiffle oh, yeah. ball bat. <laughs> and we had, a, what was it, a Fisher-Price tee with the plastic balls. And I was hitting baseballs off of the tee in the living room. I can still see it. I literally that's can awesome. still see it. I could see my sister running and grabbing the balls and everything. It was. <laughs> that's just one thing I can always remember. That's really awesome. Yeah. I, was telling, I was telling Tom Shirley in the last interview, I was like, he said his first memory was when he was like seven or eight years old. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. more reasonable because some, some yeah. people, they were saying their first memory was like three, four years old. I'm like, I can't remember that. Dude, I, I'm telling you, like, I, was, I was actually two. <laughs> I was two and I could remember it. I swear, dude, I don't know. I don't know how, like, but that was one thing that yeah. I remember from that time. I remember one other thing too, but really not that much from that time but that's what i do remember <laughs> gotcha gotcha well, who was your favorite player growing up who'd you look up to who did you want to embody on the diamond you know there was there was a few you know i always liked ken griffey you know i always loved ken griffey jr um and uh mike trout man absolutely trout's the man i mean you know if you if you look at my swing i try to do a lot of things like him you know, I thought bat path is similar. So I was like, you know what, why don't I just start standing like him and doing everything <laughs> so I could, so I could try, you know, maybe it's, you know, maybe his movement works for me. And a lot of yeah. it does. I we, mean, we hey, have, obviously we have differences, but it's definitely I mean, working for him. Right. So why can't it work? For I mean, you? It, right. <laughs> right. Why would I, why would I try to copy somebody who's not doing as well? Got to try to exactly. copy the best, Absolutely. especially if you can relate someone. Yeah. <laughs> but now, yeah, I mean, now what yeah, was go ahead. Yeah, what was your first Wild Things memory? My first Wild Things memory. What did you go to a game? Was it being a part of the team? I did. I went to a game. I think I was uh, 12 years old, maybe, maybe even a little younger. I went to a game. Um, this was before they had the turf. Yeah. You know, so it was the old school, you know, grass and dirt, and it was 
obviously beautiful there. Stadium was beautiful. Um, and I had a Wilson A2000. And I walked away from my parents and I went down to the gate and I had the whole team sign it. And I came back. And it was my game glove. And I came yeah. back and I said, look, look, look. And my dad went, are you kidding me? <laughs> he was like, he was like, you, he was like, you let them write all over your glove. That's what you use every day. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I got all their autographs and everything. But uh, that's probably the oldest Wild Things memory I had. And I did that because my sister sang the anthem yeah. that day. So that's, yeah, no, that's, hey, that's a really good there. Wild Things memory to have, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that, <laughs> now, now it's like I'm, I'm the one that's going to be giving the autographs. Hopefully, if, uh, all the, if all the COVID stuff, you know, kind of yeah, subsides. But, but yeah, now, that's, that was my first. What was your favorite Whippeal baseball memory? It was a, oh, man. I never thought about my favorite because I've had a few. You know, I have a, I have a friend, Richie Rao. Me and him always talk about all the little – we can remember all the games. We nitpick everything that we did. <laughs> um, let me see. You know, it was, it was really fun playing with Brendan. So, I mean, dude, he had like I don't know how many 20 strikeout games yeah. out of 21 outs. So, that was cool. Um, actually, this is kind of pulled all together at Wild Things Park. We were uh, we were in the Whitfield Championship game, um, and it, it was sold out because at that point that was when Brendan had his scoreless inning streak. Yeah, right. So it was like seventy some innings, and we were playing for the championship. And that place was literally standing room only, and they were like, "We can't sell any more tickets." Like I, <laughs> I just remember, I remember the whole thing being packed. I never played in front of that many people in my life, and I remember Brendan unfortunately lost his streak. Um, and then we were down, I forget what we were down, like three to nothing, two to nothing. And I came up and I hit a triple and oh my gosh, dude, that here in the crowd go as crazy as they did when I was that age. Oh my gosh, dude. I was screaming. My coach looked at me like I was the devil because I was like <laughs> going nuts. But yeah, no, I mean, that was probably, that was probably like one of the coolest, like whip memories I had. Um, definitely like sliding into third at Wild Things, you know, park and just screaming (laughs) in the championship. So that was pretty cool. And now you, you've brought up Brendan McKay, obviously a legend in Blackhawk. Um, what, what's that relationship like having a guy who's a good friend of yours in high school Mm -hmm. now become an MLB pitcher and one of the best to do it. Right. Oh, dude, it's awesome to see. I mean, literally you know, Brennan used to drive me to practice every day, you know, because we would like we would go right after school down to the trainers, you know, do like all the like the treatment stuff. And then we go straight to practice. And it was just, you know, I kept close with him this whole time. We were really good friends. And it's just, man, just seeing him, seeing him play and seeing him be in in the situation he is, man. It's just it's it's really cool. It's yeah, really cool. Absolutely. I mean, can't really explain it. Can't put it into words. I but hear you. I hear it's you. exciting. Now back to you and you chose to play college ball. You chose mm-hmm. to go to Slippery Rock. You chose local. You didn't want to go to mm-hmm. big school. Why was mm-hmm. that your choice? Why did you choose to go to Slippery Rock? You know, it's funny you bring it up because I've been getting this, this question actually a lot lately. Yeah. The, the, literally the last like two or three months, I've been getting this question a lot. Um, and I've pretty much been given the same answer. You know, at that time, you know, it was, it was where was I going to go where I knew I would make an immediate impact. 
you know, and I, I just, you know, I remember traveling with the Allegheny Pirates, you know, mm -hmm. the Pirate Scout team. Um, and we were going to all these schools, right? And we're in contact with all these different schools, you know, like Maryland, Colgate. Uh, we even talked to Louisville for, for a slight second there. Um, not, not really scholarship, but, you know, more of like, hey, we're interested. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it ended up just being, hey, Slippery Rock really likes you. And, you know, you would, you'd go there and they get guys picked up all the time. You know, a lot of their guys go on to play and you would definitely just play. You would play right away. And I was like, all right. So I ended up, uh, the Messers ended up reaching out to me, um, talked with them, you know, and, and they pretty much just told me, you know, like I'd be a, you know, a big part of the program going forward. So I was like, all right, I'm in. I was like, I'm, you know, I'm in. And I pretty much just told everybody else, hey, sorry, you know, I committed to, to Slippery Rock. And there were, there were a lot of people who were kind of shocked. There were. And then there were some people who were like, yeah, like that's a good fit, you know, yeah. but ultimately you know i would i do it different you know everything that i've done up until this point makes me who i am yeah. you know i have a lot of confidence in myself so i think whatever happens from here on out is what's just meant to be you know absolutely Hope the lord just guides my steps on that one absolutely and i mean hey you made your mark in slippery rock baseball history you're the the third leading uh, home run hitter in Slippery Rock baseball history. And yep. that's something you can hang your hat on. And that experience you're able to bring to the wild things. So right. that being said, what are, what exactly are you going to bring for your from your college experience to the wild things this coming season? You know, the, I had to face a lot of adversity in college um, with a lot of different things um, politically, uh, you know, in, in my play, um, social, you know, like social life and everything. Um, and I've just, I've learned a lot, you know, my saying is the only L's I take are learning experiences, you know, no <laughs> loss, just learning experiences. So, you know, I mean, a, a lot of, a, a lot of what I learned, um, can still be applied and I just do it even every day, you know, um, baseball wise, you know, I, you know, I've, I've learned a lot about my approach, you know, what works, where, you know, what situations I can, uh, you know, try to go to the opposite field, you know, right now, guess what? I'm going to try to hit one over the trees, you know, in, in dead center, but you know, every at bat, every game, every second that you're on the field, you learn. I mean, you learn. And if you aren't, you're doing yourself a disservice. So, you know, <laughs> pretty much everything I can take, you know, from college and, you know, still apply it, still apply it. And then going into last year, I mean, I, I did with uh, the, the slam and Sammy's. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, I'm going to take I'm going to take a lot from that, too. And I went up to Sussex County. Like you said, it's your hometown uh, or at uh, least where you're at. Yeah, I was going to say, don't where don't you're mark at me now, as a New Jersey. And yet you're at you're at Beaver. You're at Beaver. You're, you're a Beaver guy. I'm a Beaver. You're a Beaver guy. Listen, listen, I'm not really a fan of that one, but it's all right. <laughs> but uh, well, but yeah, I mean, yeah, before I let you go, I told you before we're going to do some trivia. We got to see if your Pittsburgh knowledge is there. So I got four questions for you here. Let's see how you do. Let's try it. What right, uh, if I could speak, what wide receiver used quarterback skills honed at Indiana University to complete a 43-yard TD pass to Heinz Ward and lock up Super Bowl 40 for the Antoine Randall. 
one for Boy, one. Boy, come on, come on. You got to give me something. I, I gave that. you softball because I like you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You didn't even have to finish that, Cuzzy. I knew that one. <laughs> All right. Question number two. In 1991 and 92, who totaled 94 points in 65 games for the Penguins before being traded to the Whalers in the deal that brought Ron Francis to Pittsburgh? Now, this is one you got to think about. <laughs> this is one I got to think about. Trying to, I'm trying to go from back through the years. Geez, uh, Yager's almost old enough to play in that <laughs> in that time period. Um, that's a good question. Give me A, B, and C. Come on, you got you got to give me help on this one. I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know all the players from back then. They don't have to be back then. Just <laughs> random ones. <laughs> all right. So I'll, okay, I'll give you three. Brian Trottier. Um, John Cullen or Phil Bork? Phil Bork. It was John Cullen. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> All right, one for two. One for two. Yeah, yeah. Third question. I, I need to. I need to touch up on the Penguins history. I don't. I'm not hey, dude, sure I'm right there stuff. with you. I'm right there with you. Yeah, <laughs> I love the Penguins. I really do. But Absolutely. I need to touch up on the history. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What starting pitcher's one-year stint with the Pirates ended with him taking the loss in the 2014 NL wildcard game? Is that A.J. Burnett? No, he was with us for too many years. I thought he was with us for one. Uh, two, he came maybe back three. in 2015. Oh, yeah, he did. All right, wait a second then. <laughs> All right, and, dude, I watched it too, obviously. Everybody, who didn't watch that game? Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. One year stint. One year stint. Boy, if I don't get this question, I'm mad. I'm gonna be mad. 2014. Who did we play? In that, that wasn't game, Quato. That wasn't Quato, was it? That was no, 15. that game I believe was against the Cubs or the Giants. Uh, the Cubs. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Who was it? It was Edison Oh, dude, he was – okay, yeah. He's been with every freaking team in the league. Exactly. So it's, <laughs> how am I that's, – that's interesting. But all right. I got you. All right, all so right. one through three. I'm hitting 333. Let's try to get 500. Hey, that's that's Hall of Fame level, so. Yeah, it is. <laughs> hey, if I get Hall of Fame level, I'm in. All right, last question. What 5'9 center fielder nicknamed Little Poison played for the Pirates from 1927 through 1941? <laughs> Mostly with his brother Paul beside him, right beside him. I don't know that one. <laughs> no, you gotta th just think who, dude. Paul, I, I don't know. His brother's name is Paul. Paul, Paul's dude, Paul's, Paul's number is retired by the Pirates. I know that for what number. What number is it? I couldn't tell you, I just know it's retired. <laughs> <laughs> so we both need to touch up on it. Yeah. Um. His brother Paul, Little Poison. There was a guy in the '90s, the hometown guy, who also had the same last name spelled differently. Oh man! Now you he said does five nine center fielder. Oh, not this guy, but the the guy from the '90s that has the same last name spelled differently. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was like, wait, that's an old dude. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> You got to give me a hint. 
I know, I know you gave me like two or three. I know. I, I, need, I, I need another. I don't know what else I can give you. I, I would love to give you more hints, but I'm just going to give you the answer. It was Lloyd Wayner, his brother's Paul Wayner. I, I, oh, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that though. That one, right? that one I wouldn't have known. <laughs> no, I feel yeah. I would have known Paul Wayner if it was about him, but. Wayner. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. See, well, I don't, I don't know. The only old pirates <laughs> I know are like Willie Stargell, Dave Parker, Honus Wagner from back like that, like, that's like the dead ball era. Like yeah, absolutely. Honus Wagner is like the only one I know from them. <laughs> right. Like from the Pirates at least. Exactly. We weren't well, even the Pirates. What were we, the Grays? No, that we were the Alleghenies. I mean, it, no, uh, in, in the early 1900s, we were the Pirates. But before they were the Pirates, they were the Alleghenies. And then the Grays were from the, ne- the Negro League. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. See, so that, so yeah, I'm, I know I'm, a little I'm bit of team history. One. You do. I I need, like I said, I, I don't, but thank you for coming on. Um, what do you have any, uh, words for the fans that hopefully you'll be able to see this season and what they can expect from you guys? You know, honestly, we got a solid squad this season, guys. Um, you know, I think we have a very good chance of bringing home, uh, the ship to, to Washington and to the Pittsburgh area. Um, you know, we got a lot of Whipfield guys, got a lot of good guys on our squad. Um, got some family members. You got me and Sansone. So that would yep. be kind of cool if you're from our area. Come out and and watch and support, man. We could use all the help we can get right now, man. It'll be it'll be really cool to, to be able to share it all with you guys. Absolutely. All hands on deck for the wild things. I got chills just talking to you. You know, <laughs> hoping we bring the ship back to Washington, to Wild Things Park in uh, – I hope to be able to see you guys play there this season. So, thank Joe, you. thank you for coming on. And yeah. thank you, everyone, who's watched this series. This is the last episode. Had to save the best for last. My favorite, my favorite wild thing. Had to save the Hey, best. my man right here. This is my favorite podcast right here. There we go. <laughs> well, Joe, there you thanks go. for coming on and can't wait to see you back at Wild Things Park. If you run a business, Bank of Clark County has you covered. Offering cash management services to automate and simplify your business banking, streamlined digital banking, and merchant payment processing that's a one-stop solution. Plus, Bank of Clark offers corporate credit cards that help you optimize capital, organize expenses, and enhance your business. Whether you're looking to earn points faster or lower your APR, Bank of Clark County has the card that's right for you. Member FDIC. Hi, my name is Joe, and I'm a home decor overspender. Hi, Joe! I made a breakthrough. I found HomeSense. It's unreal. So many brand name sofas. I bought one. Oh, wow, really? It's okay. The price is so low. Lighting, unexpected. Rugs, handcrafted. Wall art, eclectic. I go back like every week. <gasps> no, it's always different. New unique decor, same great savings every time you go. Field trip! Home Sense, standout pieces, outstanding prices.